Welcome to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe for free always at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, on with the show. Miss 45 is a crime drama thriller that was released back in uh, April of 1981. And it was released in the USA. Interesting thing about this film, it was not released in theaters, and at that time, back in 1981, that was rarely seen. We did have a growing VHS uh, population of people that were starting to rent, and I remember that well, uh, being a young kid and going into VHS stores. I'm not sure if this would have been in the general area. It's certainly not pornography, but it does have nudity, and so I don't know where exactly they would put it. It doesn't have a rating. Oh, I'm sorry, it does have a rating. It is rated R, and so far, after all this time, it has a 6.8 on Internet Movie Database with 8,656 votes, which is pretty, I would call that pretty accurate. I would even make it go higher. I actually gave this film a perfect score, but I'll get into that and my reasons why in a bit. Here's the synopsis from Internet Movie Database. A timid and mute seamstress goes insane after being attacked and raped twice in one day. She takes to the streets of New York City after dark and randomly shoots men with a 45 caliber pistol. Our director is Abel Ferrara. Born in the Bronx, makes sense. Ferrara started making amateur films on a Super 8 camera in his teens before making his debut with violent exploitation films such as Driller Killer, which is on my list to watch next, and Miss 45. Good reviews for the latter helped create his cult reputation, leading to larger budgets, studio funding, and big name actors like Christopher Walken, Harvey Keitel, but he still likes taking his camera out into the meanest streets of New York as the ultra-cheap, highly controversial, bad lieutenant. That's another one I have not seen, but I plan to see it soon. You really get a taste of the streets on this one, and I appreciate that. I've not grown up really in Los Angeles, but I've traveled there. It's about an hour from where I've always lived. And going there, it's not just cool to see the Capitol Records building and the stars on the Walk of Fame, but it's cool to see the deterioration of buildings and even our society. I find that interesting art to look at. Looks like he's working on a couple now. Zeros and Ones, Sport and Life, which is a documentary. Siberia, Tommaso, now here's things from 2019 uh, back. The Projectionist, which is a documentary. Talking with the Vampires, which is a short. He's done a lot of documentaries. This guy has stayed busy. Bad Lieutenant seems to be his biggest claim to fame. Harvey Keitel with a gun on the cover. Need I say more for those of you interested in streets films and gun films and Harvey Keitel films? Anyway, that'll be on a future episode, I'm sure. I want to talk a little bit about the cast, especially Zoe Lund, who plays Thana. Uh, wow. Incredible force of nature in this. I don't really understand why they made her hair so light. I think it would be better if it was black, but hey, that's just a silly little cosmetic thing. She's known for Bad Lieutenant, Handgun, 45, and Hot House. 
Isn't it interesting that those are all films that he's worked on? So, you know, like we see a lot of times, especially in young directors, they tend to keep a lot of their uh, leading ladies and they use them a lot. Uh, Quentin Tarantino did that. He mostly kept a lot of his leading men, but also ladies as well. And this one centers on this woman who has this 45 pistol. And uh, it's kind of fun to watch her go nuts. It's sort of like a falling down in a way, but more gritty and involves two rapes in one day and some nudity. So if you like falling down in the streets of that, in that, and what's happening in that, then this would probably be one. Also a lot like Death Wish. The director is actually the first rapist and he put his name in there uh, in the cast as Jimmy Lane and but it's really Abel Ferrara it's really the and he's the first rapist so that's quite interesting really going for the grit even if he has to make it happen but I really will think I will look at Driller Killer neck because I've heard of it <laughs> and because I really like this film so much you can watch this film for free on IMDB TV Miss 45 also known as Angel of Vengeance and mistyped as Ms. 45, is a 1981 American exploitation thriller film directed by Abel Ferrara and starring Zoe Tamerlis. Inspired by films such as Thriller, A Cruel Picture from 1973, Death Wish, 1974, and Taxi Driver, 1976, this film is a rape and revenge story about Thana, a mute woman who becomes a spree killer after she's raped twice in one day when going home from work. It was critically detested on its theatrical release. Ah, I made a mistake earlier. It definitely was released as a theatrical release. My bad. But it is now generally highly regarded among fans of underground and independent film. Did I mention I gave it a 10 out of 10? Okay. I get a lot of stuff wrong, but I want to make sure I get that right. It was acquired by Alamo Drafthouse Films in October 2013 and remastered in high digital from the original negatives. The distributor re released the film on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital copy in March 2004. While walking home from work, Donna, a mute seamstress in New York City's garment district, is raped at gunpoint in an alley by a mysterious masked attacker. She survives and makes her way back to the apartment where she encounters a burglar and is raped a second time. That right there is such an intense beginning and it tells you that this is probably not going to be a movie for kids. This is going to be a movie where we are looking at the power of a woman getting back at men who have raped her twice in one day. She manages to kill one of the burglars. She keeps his pistol. Hence, that's her weapon now. She is the Ms. 45. Incidentally, I was talking to someone. Actually, it was a younger female person. And I said, should we call? When should we call someone ma'am? Like, when does Miss retire? And they said there's like kind of a new thing now where they're putting MS to stand for Miss or maybe you don't know. So if you don't know, just put MS. I guess that would be Miss kind of. So I'm comfortable calling uh, women that look younger than me and I'm 51. So a lot of them are younger than me. Just calling them Miss 45. No, not Miss 45. I don't want to get shot. There's a scene where she's walking home from work and she's noticed by a leering young man on the street while she's disposing one of the bagged body parts, thinking that she accidentally dropped the bag. He retrieves it, frightening her. He chases her through the alleys of the city. Fearing another sexual assault, she fatally shoots him when she is cornered by him. The event furthers her impulse for vengeance. While running home from the incident, the landlady, Mrs. Nasson, 
notices she ran up the stairs violently and started throwing up. She insists on calling a doctor for Thana and Mrs. Nassoni's dog. That's just what you want, isn't it? When you're throwing up after you kill someone, you want your landlady to be coming into your apartment and saying, let me call the doctor. Oh, please. This goes on in different ways. We, we learn more about her boss. We, it's hard to tell if he is a sexual predator toward her or if he is just, you know, in charge of a bunch of women. And I, I think they're magazine writers, but they're all very attractive. And the boss seems to have a hard time uh, getting tender with her like there's something else going on, sexual tension or something. So we get the boss on her, we get everything on her, just on her, on her, on her. She's just trying to live, she's just trying to make a living. And so it is a vengeance film, and it's a very good one, and it's a gritty one, and it's from 1981. I love the ending. Mrs. Nasson is seen crying in memorial for her husband and her dog, Phil. But outside her apartment door, Phil has returned and shown running up the stairs and scratching at the door. What a great ending. So the animals that keep running around. I'm reminded of the Godfather when he has his heart attack and the dog just comes over and starts licking his face. That's a pretty powerful scene. I liked it, but it's not for everybody. If you're not into like vengeance, rape, and things like that, then uh, it probably wouldn't be uh, your cup of tea. But uh, I'm certainly not into rape, but I, I enjoy a good vengeance film uh, where a woman gets back at her attackers, or I think we all kind of like that, don't we? She's walking home, minding her own business. We see that a lot. I love the drums, if you can hear those in the background. She's being surrounded. The guy's got nunchucks. She shoots one, she shoots two, she shoots three, she shoots four. She leveled all of them. Just goes to show you there were good vengeance films back in 1981. Okay, so that pretty much sums up my review. I, I highly recommend this film. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I wouldn't call it a horror, but it does have horror elements and a lot of blood. So, uh, incidentally, I did see a video, this is completely unrelated, but as I was looking for videos on this uh, movie, I found the band Disturbed has put out The Sound of Silence, and apparently they did this uh, 328 of 2016, so I'm a little bit late to the game on this one. But I have to tell you, it's one of the coolest things that I have seen in a long time from a metal band. So definitely check out Disturbed, The Sound of Silence. He was on Conan when he did it, so you could search it up that way. So that's it for Miss 45. I hope you go check it out. If you've seen it, tell me what you think. Let's make this a dialogue about this film in the comments. You up for it? Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.